Welcome to a Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, Kate Fink. We're back, man. Episode 232. Yes, sir. Your nose is breathing on the mic, by the way. I just heard it. Well, that's a that's a good mic, then. That's just that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's all that yoga I've been doing, man. Well, welcome to a Nostrils, uh, Nostrils Mind Podcast. <laughs> all right, let's get right into it. Lizzo. Uh, recently, Lizzo was just out in the world minding her own business. And she was asked a question. Uh, well, no, Harry she wasn't. Excuse me. I'm, I'm getting into it, Keith. I'm fixing it. <laughs> I'm, I'm fixing it. Ari um, uh, Spear, Spears, the comedian, was asked a question in regards to her talents, and he just took it left. All right. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, you okay. might have to. Huh? You got to play the clip, though. Uh, I don't have the clip, man. It's on YouTube. You wanna... I texted it to you. Yeah, I got the quotes here, though. No, I'm saying, but it's just like it's just more context. To yeah, it. it's like when you read in, it, it, it kind of gives it a different tone. Like when yeah, you're reading, so you it. really understand it. Yeah, yeah. I'll look and pull it up right here. You just put in Airy Spears at the pop yeah. right the fuck up. They, yeah, they already know. Okay, here it is, right here at the top. Lizzo. Hold on, hold on. Yo, you know somebody that actually made good music, man? Lizzo. Lizzo. I got a songwriter, yo. I, I can't get past the fact that she looks like the shit emoji. <laughs> Yo. Very beautiful girl. She got a very pretty face. But she keeps showing her body off, nigga. Like, come on, man. Come on, yo. I'm sorry. Listen, I ain't the most in-shape nigga in the world. I think I'm at least handsome. But a woman that's built like a plate of mashed potatoes is in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right i think that that interviewer kind of almost coerced him into making that he knows he's a comedian mm-hmm. and he knows lizzo kind of has been in the news for doing things like having her ass she's out at the laker game and shit mm-hmm. um here's my take on it right my take on it is basically i feel like airy spears that was his attempt at comedy i wasn't crazy about the joke um but I just think when you get asked something about someone's music and you take it left, like I'm not into the whole body shaming and fat phobic and fat shaming, but that right there, that was that was definitely on the cusp. Of, I mean, definitely on the lines of fat shaming. Mm-hmm. Like it was just unnecessary. It was just unsolicited, unsolicited fat shaming. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, man, I, I just I hate a lot of these terms that are used today. But bro, that was textbook fat shaming. <laughs> Like if it was if 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 there was like a definition in the, the in the actual dictionary, it would be Ari Spears just bringing up how fat she is for no fucking reason. That was fucked up. It was fucked up. Especially if you're if you're a guy that's out of shape, man. Just don't don't fling around other people being fat when you look fucked up. But he did say that about himself. I think it makes it it makes it a little more palatable. Like if if I am in a person that weighs like 190 pounds is talking crazy about somebody that's overweight, it may look a little worse than yeah, probably. somebody that's like misshaped like Aerie Spears. Yeah. Um, my thing is, is ultimately, though, that this the idea of this, the shaming. I don't know if it was shaming. It, it kind of is, is on the lines of that only because he brought up her being fat for no fucking reason. But, <laughs> yeah, there's just no reason for you to bring up that she was fat, man. Mm-hmm. That was fucked up. Um, it, it was an attempt at humor. It was an attempt at a joke. And he's a comedian. But I think 
I could see where she would be offended or people who support her are offended. Um, and it just, to me, yeah, I, I, I didn't see it. Um, but then the people who supported Lizzo came out in the droves and they talked about Aries and said, you're an asshole and you're fat and you're ugly and you're this and that. Well, here's the problem with that. I get that you're responding back, but you are doing the same thing he was doing. If you accuse him of fat shaming, you turn around and did the same thing to him. Mm-hmm. So here's the problem. I think that people have, you know, they have this moral code. Don't fat shame. That's not right. But they turn around and do the same exact shit. Mm-hmm. Like that's got to stop. But another thing we have to understand as a culture is shame is a universal thing. It's not just men talking about women's bodies. Mm-hmm. Women have a culture of shaming men. Like mm-hmm. they life shame men. You know, where you hear women say things like, ooh, that's big dick energy. Mm-hmm. Why is, is 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 a big dick synonymous with something good? Mm-hmm. And small dick energy is like synonymous with something bad. Mm-hmm. It's some dude out in the world with a small penis and he's like, fuck, I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. And I think that that in a way is definitely body shaming, but it's culturally appropriated and women don't see a problem with it. They will literally be like, oh, hell no. Like a guy can't even get a nice truck. He gets a nice lifted truck. Oh, he's definitely compensating for something. He must be small in some areas. I've heard women say this all the time, yeah. right? So shame is a universal thing. Um, in this case, it just was uncalled for. I feel like it was. Mm-hmm. I think um, what what Aries Spears, this is, uh, to me, I, I, I kind of, I, I try to like, give comedians grace right and not not in the joke itself but in the idea of like comedy like when you're doing these interviews or these are the and i would call it i would coin these as the um the vlad tv style interviews right they have different platforms now like say cheese and uh i think it's a dude named camp capone um vlad obviously they they do a lot of these interviews where they get the the celebrities and then they get their takes on Things and they know that you know if Aerie Spears is talking about Bill Cosby, there's going to be a, a clip that comes out of it, and they know that you know Aerie Spears, T.K. Kirkland, um, all these different Lord Jamal, Lord Jamal, they know that these people are like they gonna have some hot takes and it's gonna be funny. Even uh, what's the dude that do the uh, the Steve Harvey impersonation? Uh, Godfrey. Yeah, Godfrey. They know they know these guys are they're going to give them moments. Uh, based on you know the different subject matters, so um, I don't necessarily know. Excuse me, I don't know if he like necessarily coerced him into it, but the the whole interview was a coercion or whatever because yeah. they know that this is like they know that they're gonna get some good stuff, and they he knows that Aries Spears is a funny person, so he's gonna get some get some good material out of it. But I think that um, when you, I think uh, Aries Spears. He is very opinionated and he and he walks the line a lot, you know, in terms of like the, the edginess in his comedy. And this is like this is like the price you pay when it comes to, uh, you know, trying to to be you know funny for the sake of being funny and, you know, kind of like dismissing somebody's actual feelings in, in, the, yeah. in the name of, in the name of comedy. And, you know, am I coming to the defense of. Um, Lizzo, no, not really. I don't, I don't think, I don't think this is that serious. Um, 
in terms of like Aries Spears, you know, if he receives any backlash, you you we you got to understand, you got to read the room in a sense. Yeah, you got to know that. Um, you know, if you say something a little bit edgy, if you say something that you and you say something with uh, without being mindful of the climate and you know what was going on in terms of the body shaming and yeah. you know how much people love Lizzo and how much people have uh, come to the defense of Lizzo in terms of, you know, what she's dealt with uh, publicly and, you know, the comments and the, the the hateful things that people are saying in their comments and you kind of, like, dismiss all that and, you know, try to have a funny moment. This is kind of what comes with it. Um, in terms of, like, the jo- the joke itself, I personally thought it was funny. Um, I thought that whole seg I didn't watch the whole uh, the whole interview, but I, that segment that, that that clip came from, I thought was was pretty funny. But it's just, like, we as content creators, we as people that are communicating on on platforms that are being posted out to the world, it's just is is what comes with it. And you know, I think that he's kind of doubling down on it. And you can't really cancel a guy like Aries Spears. No. Like he kind of he kind of moves at his own accord. He probably you know is probably going to sell out more shows after this. Yeah. To his defense, there's some women saying some malicious shit about him, like really bad, really bad. They just over the top bad shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll never be shit. That's why your career is like this, and you this, and you that. And it's just like, you're doing, if you're accusing him of that, you're doing the same fucking shit. Yeah. I, but I, I will say, I think comedians have an idea of what they're doing. Like, with even with Chris Rock, I think he had an idea that Jada might have been tired of his fucking jokes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I think comedians do have an idea of what they're doing. Like, they know that even if it's a lighthearted joke, so you could tell when somebody's getting a little bit tired of being made fun of. Like, it's some dudes, I remember, it's like, back in the day, I used to roast niggas. Like, they would try to roast me, and I would roast them back, and they'd be, like, almost ready to fight. Because mm-hmm. everything was all good when you thought you were getting your jokes off, and then I start cracking jokes on you, and now you get mad. Mm-hmm. So, that's how it is sometimes. But I will say this, with all due respect, the women are saying, oh, that's little dick energy, and he this, and he that, blah, blah, blah. Okay, let's be clear. A man cannot change within his pants, but you can lose weight. I, and I'm just being honest, and, I, and I'm not fat shaming. I'm just being 100. Like, I'm a bigger dude myself, but you can fucking lose weight. I'm not going to empathize with someone who is willfully overweight. And I'm, not, and I'm not even speaking about her. I'm just saying in general. The way I look at weight and being overweight, it's a lot different because I was in the hospital with my dad when his toe was amputated due to diabetes. Mm-hmm. So you're not talking to a person out in the world that's being politically correct. And I'm like, oh, no, it's fine. You know, be whatever you want. Every body acceptance, all of this. No, I'm sorry. Being overweight is not healthy for you. It is not. Yeah. Does it mean you should be targeted and made fun of? Fuck no. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just stating the obvious. And I'm stating the facts here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I would encourage everybody to try to be their higher self in that regard. Um, not to say that Lizzo's not living her best life. But, you know, she was minding her business. And this motherfucker just brought her up like that. Well, he didn't bring her up. The fucking interviewer did. Yeah. Lizzo uh, got big clit energy. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Hey, what if men had a comparable statement for women that was demeaning? Like, let's say, for example, we, uh, you know, uh, we made up some sexual thing for women. Like, oh, that's sloppy head energy. That's dry pussy energy right there. Oh, that's dry. That's No, that's little titty energy right there. <laughs> that's no. That's flat booty energy. <laughs> if we did that to women and we did that. 
and we adopted the same language that women use against men, mm-hmm. they would fucking lose it because it would be your body shaming. Well, yeah. you just like literally, what's the girl that goes? Is it big? Is her name Lotto? Mm-hmm. The Big Dick Energy song is that Lotto? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. like you literally got a song like like. First of all, women don't like. I can't speak for women. It's some women that like big penises, right? <laughs> Somebody taking them out. Somebody there. taking them, taking it, uh, the Louisville sluggers. <laughs> but if you, most women, if you have conversations with them, they'll be like, "Oh no, I, like I'm not trying to go to the hospital." Yeah, you know. What about average dick energy? Yeah, that's not bad. Like, yeah, some like, of us, cool. some of us, you know, we we're the above average gang. <laughs> Slightly above. Yeah, average. I'm not. I'm not gonna be on here capping like I got a big old dick, but I, <laughs> I do good for myself. I do, I do good for myself. But, <laughs> I'm not gonna be on here like, yeah, I'm packing, I'm packing and stacking. <laughs> I can handle my own. I, I could definitely handle my own. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that yo, that's wild though. Like, that should be a new thing. Like mm-hmm. that women be acting like it's just big and small dicks. Yeah, what about the average guy? Yeah, bro? yeah. If you above if you above average, bro, mm-hmm. then you out here, man, you out here putting it down too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we and we talked about the uh who was it? One of those porn stars that was like a three inch penis gave me the the time of my life. Oh, the porn star said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got you don't say me because they're gonna be like, what the fuck did Keith just say? I said me. Yeah, you said me. But the porn star basically, Keith mm-hmm. is referencing a porn star mm-hmm. that said that she slept with a dude that had a three inch dick, mm-hmm. and uh, it was the best sex of her life. Yeah, yeah, you gotta watch the language, man. They're gonna I be didn't like, hear that. Yeah, you didn't hear it. That mm-hmm. shit sounded wild. What did I say? They would have called you a fucking glizzy gobbler in the comments. <laughs> it's fine. It's, <laughs> I knew that nigga like glizzies, yo. Our podcast will be crazy right now. The whole LGBTQ community supporting like, our podcast. I found a new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be rewinding that part like, you see what Keith said? I always yeah. knew it. Yeah. <laughs> he could switch my gears any day. <laughs> <laughs> I gobble his glizzy any time of the weekend. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, man, I think we 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 need to be a little more objective when it comes to like the idea of shaming. Yeah. But in this specific case, since it's Lizzo, no, I don't think that Lizzo deserved that comment. Um, but I do also think that just because you're fat, it does not make you. Um, uh, it, just because you're overweight or just because you're black or just because whatever the fuck you are or you're trans, whatever you are, it doesn't mean somebody can't joke on you. Mm-hmm. You know, if you talk about, you know, if you talk about body acceptance and all these things and how you should be seen as a everyday person, you can still get these jokes. Yeah. You can still get yeah. these motherfucking jokes. I'm curious to know what uh, Andrew Schultz has to say. I'm sure they'll talk know. about it on on uh, on this week's podcast. Yeah, he probably because I, I always like obviously we do stand up, but we not like in it in it like some of these right. guys that are touring and doing shows in New York and all this. Um, and like I said, it's it Aries Spears. He his job on there is to create content. Right there, and he's not on there. He's not on there to say Lizzo makes good music. He's on there to say Lizzo looks like the ish emoji you know what i mean that's not they don't want him on there to to give a straight answer about yeah true i think that as a comedian too i think it's important to uh you can have make general like jokes that are fucking hilarious that don't include anyone Mm -hmm. like i was thinking of one right now in my head i thought about a joke and i'll give this one away to the podcast but i'll probably use it on stand-up since i'm going to refine that joke but the joke is basically like one day i was wiping my ass 
and it made me realize why I don't eat ass. Because <laughs> I funny. was wiping for like the 90th wipe. Yeah. And it's like, I know most Americans don't wipe better than me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, most Americans is lazy. Yeah, most Americans only mm-hmm. getting 70 wipes. I'm getting 90. <laughs> getting, yeah. Getting 90 wipes and it still ain't all out of there. Yeah, most Americans give up. So definitely if you eat an ass, you eat a little bit of doo-doo. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it, it, you see how quick they give up on everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> and they'll be like, well, and I'm, I'm like, I'm just going to stick to pussy. Like, I'm just going to stick to eating pussy, man, because yeah. that ass is too much. We're like, But you're you're eating pee. It's yeah. like, look, I'll take a little bit of urine, okay? I don't, it, uh, uh, I'd rather take a little bit of urine than Mark a lot of- Mark has beat up Manny Pacquiao drinking some urine, so. You said what? I said uh, Juan, Manuel, Juan, Juan Manuel Marquez beat up Pacquiao drinking yeah, he some did. urine. So. He went and drunk some pissarade and beat his ass. <laughs> pissarade. <laughs> 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 that lemon, was that that lemon lime flavor or that lemon flavor? Yeah, he knocked him. He was on some shit, though. Yeah. Yeah, he was on some shit when he uh, beat him up. There's so many so many dirty athletes out there. Oh, yeah, most And they be having all the excuses, like. Yeah, Canelo was talking about it's a higher concentration of something in the meat in Mexico yeah, and all this no, other stuff. No, yeah, you and know, I'm sure the, the the doctors and the uh, the physicians and stuff that be taking all this blood, they'd be like, "Come on, dog." Yeah, they'd probably it, be laughing. Yeah, this. my thing is this: if you do steroids or whatever you do, I mean, do your thing, but please don't be one of those motherfuckers that are like, you know. Why does everybody assume that I'm on steroids? I just put my faith in God. I work hard. It's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shut up, motherfucker. I've seen you put the needle in your butt. Yeah. Okay? Stop. Stop You got it. titties. Yeah, you got, uh, what do you call that? A gynecomastia. Mm-hmm. Like, you have gynecomastia. Like, I, I like a style bender. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what's his name? Um, uh, what's uh, uh, Israel Adesanya. Mm-hmm. I like Israel Adesanya, but he was on fucking gear. Mm-hmm. You can see it in his chest. He had gynecomastia really bad. Mm-hmm. His left nipple was hanging like a, I think it was his left nipple. That mm-hmm. shit was puffed up. I'm like, yo, that's definitely effects from anabolic steroids. Either he breastfeeding or he got gyno. And people say like, well, if the, I mean, they're all buff, like you know, or they'll say like, oh, well, he's not all buff. You got to understand what PEDs mean. They're not always for like bodybuilders. They're mm-hmm. performance enhancing drugs. Yeah. Performance enhancing drugs. Look at Lance Armstrong. He wasn't no big old swole motherfucker. It could just help you recover from injuries. Yeah. And, you know, if you're working out two times a day, just yep. being able to have that energy to go to the gym the next he, day. He was also blood doping. Blood mm-hmm. doping, which is, I guess, just removing blood from the body and putting it back in. Mm-hmm. So he was doing all kinds of shit. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, these motherfuckers be uh, unnatural like a mug. Like, yeah, I, I mean... Or it'll be somebody that's completely juiced up bad, like real juiced up. Yeah. And they'll be like, yeah, man. He's like, I don't know why everybody thinks I'm not natural. This is dude named Michael Hearn, this older white dude. He's like 52 or something like that. Mm-hmm. He is jacked, mm-hmm. super jacked, veins, super lean. You don't look like that in your 50s. Mm-hmm. You can look great naturally in your 50s if you work hard. But this motherfucker looks, he just ridiculous. Yeah. Lifting a bunch of weight, all that, like, just very, a lot of mass. It was talking about some of the kids in high school. We'd be, and this, yeah. we'd be at BHS trying to work hard and lift lift weights and zero period and all that. And then we play in certain schools and they got pimple face I'm going to put them out there. The, the main schools in Bakersfield that be doing steroids in high school, Stockdale, Liberty, and Centennial. Those are the main schools that be on steroids. Them kids be on gear, and everybody knows it. Yeah, everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I wouldn't. I'm not Bakersfield Christian. I wouldn't say them. 
You know, they just believe in God. But um but well, yeah, they got faith over there. <laughs> they got faith over there. They also don't be having like though they don't even look like that. Like they, no, they don't. don't look like that. They Bakers from Christmas be having some good ass players there here and there though. Yeah, they be having I mean they 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 got it over there. Like they they got good athletes, but just the way they look aesthetically, it don't mm, they don't look like nah. some of them. The, the kids Xander, with the, what, what dude name Xander for? Brief. I don't even want to call that kid out, man. Yeah. It was a kid that, it, that went to Centennial back in the day, and he just looked like a grown man. The motherfucker looked like a WWE wrestler wrestler out there on yeah. gear, like a mother. He had acne and shit all over his arms playing high school football, running everybody over. I'm like, this guy. There was even a couple guys that ran track that was on that was on gear. Oh yeah, it, during my uh, during my era. Yeah, man, it, that, that's bad though. Kids shouldn't take gear mm-hmm. because they're so young; they haven't reached their natural potential. At least if you're gonna take steroids, take that shit when you've reached your natural potential at like 27 years old, 26. Mm-hmm. I know some. You know who steroids would be great for? Me. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, I I'm not taking it, but. Once you get in your late 30s, you're not building tests like that. Mm-hmm. So if you were to take not even like steroids, but TRT, um, mm-hmm. testosterone replacement uh, replacement therapy. That's what Joe Rogan does, mm-hmm. where it's not like a this huge cycle, but it's like enough to get your test levels up, mm-hmm. you know. But I'm not doing none of that, man. I'm going to stick to stick to the natural, man. Yeah, I had a friend that um that was doing that was doing steroids like regularly and he it was just terrible experience like emotionally was, mm. you know his emotions was all over the place he got his period stuff. yeah so <laughs> it's just not it's not ideal no you look good but you know outside of that yeah, yeah no thanks all right let's switch it let's switch, let's, let's switch gears switching gears um art teacher under fire for voluptuous curves okay um here's the deal man um this teacher is under fire because she has a giant ass, and it's, it's, this is all not natural. This is a very, this is an Instagram body. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be a dick, but it's the truth. Big old fake injected lips, big old giant booty that's fake. She got fat sucked out of her stomach. She just looks like an Instagram clone, <laughs> right? Yeah. And um, art teacher under fire for voluptuous curves as parents accuse her of being a distraction. And there's some photos where she just looks like, like, I don't know, like a bug's life. You know how they got that big sack <laughs> on their ass? Yeah. That's what she looks like, and it's just terrible. Art teacher under fire, voluptuous curves as parents accuse her of being a distraction. Parents at the preschool um, uh, where she works are criticizing a New Jersey art teacher. Uh, the bone of con- of contention is her curvy physique and fatigue and, f- and figure hugging clothing. Um, her curves, according to parents, are a distraction for their kids. Uh, the teacher is quite popular on Instagram where she regularly shares photos of herself in class or engaging uh, in other fun activities outside school. She's sharing a lot fucking more than that. I've just seen her IG. Um, <laughs> some parents are calling for her to be fired while others say she should wear clothes that hide her curves. Uh, under both New Jersey and federal labor law, it would be illegal for school to fire a teacher based on their physical appearance, which is perhaps why there's been no action taken against the supposed complaints. Uh, that have been made in regards to the woman's looks. I'll say this. Um, this woman is wearing some things, in my opinion, that's, you know, some of the stuff's appropriate. Some of the stuff's fine. But other stuff is like a obvious, like, obvious for attention. She's got almost a million followers on Instagram, first of all. So when you're a teacher and you are intentionally trying to get that much attention, 
and it's not for your art. It's for your BBL and your fake titties, mouth, everything. And people say, like, you know what, it's an Eddie. It's not okay for you as a man to make comments about a woman's body. They can do whatever they want. And you would be right to say that. That would be a correct statement. However, let's flip this shit around. Let's say I'm a guy and I'm extremely well endowed. I got like a 12-inch penis, right? And I'm wearing skinny jeans. And I'm, with, I'm, I'm in school with your kids, by the way. And I got skinny jeans. You can see my print going down my pants. I guarantee you, you would not want your daughter in the class with me being her fucking teacher. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you would not want me around your kids. Ooh, Mr. McGee, what is that? Um, well, uh, uh, it's a snake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't want that because it, in in actuality, it is inappropriate. Yeah, for sure. I think you need to see what's going on with you. There's a certain amount of self awareness. I think with her, it's intentional. She mm-hmm. just wants to dress what like wild all the time, mm-hmm. you know. But like as a teacher or at certain jobs. There's a certain amount of responsibility that comes to those jobs. As a truck driver, I can't walk around drunk all day. Mm-hmm. I can't get shit face drunk when I get off of work because my blood alcohol levels will be too high the mm-hmm. next day at work. And guess who would have his CDL taken from him, basically? Me. Mm-hmm. If you do a blood alcohol test as a as a CDL holder, especially as a hazmat driver, mm-hmm. and your shit's over, you're fucked. Yeah. They're going to get you. Mm-hmm. As they should. But... Basically, all I'm trying to say, in a nutshell, is this teacher knows what the fuck she's doing. Not to mention, if you want to post those thought pictures, that's fine. Post them. But don't put the kids on the same fucking page. Create another Instagram where you put only the kids on there. Yeah. You know, I know this chick. I'm not going to say any names. I know a chick that's 34. She's a teacher. And I was watching some inst- some Snapchat photos, and she was twerking twerking with her with a g-string on and people be like yo why are you like why are you judging other people's life i'm not judging their lives all i'm saying is is that when you're something like a teacher teachers used to be leaders and they 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 were literally neutral with no real sexual like value Mm -hmm. they just were teachers yeah back in the day i had real teachers (laughs) yeah real teachers that came to teach (laughs) <laughs> but these teachers now is a new wave of women that just want fucking attention. Mm-hmm. They even want it at school. Why are you at school with hard nipples and I can see your fucking nipple rings through your shirt? Yeah. And people will say, well, why then stop being a pervert? I'm not a pervert. I'm a man. I'm a human being. You know, the same way women see dudes in gray sweatpants and can point out their dick print. Yeah. The same way y'all do that as men. We we ob- honestly, we objectify each other. Mm-hmm. That's just human nature. Like, looking at somebody really isn't that bad of a thing. Yeah. But when you at school, I've seen girls that, like, oh, I'm a teacher. Oh, I teach here. And it's like, how are you teaching with your nipples that hard around students? Yeah. What are you doing? Put a yeah. fucking sweater on or something, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, I think, I have a, a few friends that are that are teachers, and they are very mindful of, like their social media presence. Not all of them have like private accounts and stuff like that, but um, they're just very mindful of, of the things that they're posting on the internet because I have a friend who's a teacher who also like, um, who also raps. And when he got hired, he made sure to kind of tuck a lot of the, the songs. And in and mind you, his songs aren't even bad. It ain't no shoot em up, bang, bang, or it's not yeah. no super overly sexual stuff but he just wanted to clean up his his uh his social media 
presence or his, you know, his internet presence because he just didn't want anything coming back and, you know, ruining his, his opportunity. And a lot of times, you know, you get, uh, teachers get tenured pretty fast, um, maybe like within five years or something like that. So after that, you gotta, you gotta do something, you know, outlandish to get fired. But I just think there's a certain level of professionalism that you have to have in, in any sort of job, you know, like, even for me, I worked uh, I worked with kids for for a few months, and you just bear you you just kind of go in, and you just want to be like you just want to be the adult in the room, right? And I think that um, this girl has like intentions that are all over the place. And the sad part about it is she's really good, like she's really good at, at drawing. Yeah, and she's a great artist. And, and um, it's just like it just seems like a huge distraction. Like she just she seems like she doesn't really know what she wants out of life. You know, yeah. she doesn't she doesn't she wants to be it seems like she wants to be uh, taken serious as an as a teacher, art teacher and an artist. Um, but in reality, like she wants to be like this thick Instagram model. Better make a choice. And she's on she's in the classroom, like taking these pictures. And mm-hmm. I'm like, who? I'm like, one, is there somebody taking these pictures? And two, like, are a you student? <laughs> That's a while. And two, like, are you setting up your camera just to take pictures of your booty while you drawing on the board and stuff it's too much man yeah. and I've, I've seen and i'll just be real i'm not i don't want to put this all on women you know because objectively speaking i think men are complicit in the reason why women act the way they act i think that men lust for women so much so much to the point to where women don't have any problem with doing these things even though it's inappropriate there was literally literally i've seen it today it was um it was literally uh, some. It was some chick. She was standing like in the kitchen, and her kids are right there. And she was like flexing her bicep, but she had her butt facing the the camera, mm-hmm. and her ass cheeks was out. And it was like some little song, and she was like shaking her little booty. And then some comment popped up, and it's like, "Great role model, shaking your naked ass in front of your kids." Yeah, that's wild. They, and the thing about it, that's what a lot of women are doing, and they don't even realize that they're doing something weird. That's weird. I like, seen. I you, seen you're, one video. You're including your kid in a fucking thirst trap. That's weird. I seen one video where this parent was like peeing on the toilet, um, and then their kid walked in, and it, to me it it looked like single mom behavior. Um, but the kid walked in and was like, oh, "Mommy, are you bleeding again? Is it that time of the month? Are you bleeding again?" She was like, "No, honey, I'm just using the bathroom." But it was just weird to me that a three, four year old kid like is that aware of yeah. like a woman's body. You know what I mean? Like me as a 30-year-old man, I still don't really have a full grasp of like what the menstrual cycle, what goes on, right? And I don't need to know, no. you know? And I, obviously like if I have a daughter and she's dealing mm-hmm. with certain things then I need to know. But outside of that, like I, that, that's not really none of my like, business. Go, go, go to your mom over there. <laughs> exactly. Go talk to your mom. But I just think it's, we live in a space now where like people make that like, they think that inclusiveness, you know, as far as their kids. Or it's too they, much. They could walk around in their panties while their son is walking around. And like, just some weird, it's yeah. like very weird behavior. Yeah, and it, I, yeah, it, it's just too much. I, I think that the, in this progressive world that we live in, I think that we've allowed too much delusion to seep into the, to the mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to put some fucking clothes on. You got your ass all out. Yeah. And the thing about panties it is- in the video too. It's too much. Stuff. It's too much. I, honestly, I'll say this. 
it may sound like, you know, two two guys on there and we're mansplaining to you about women's bodies, but let me be very fucking clear. When I want to deal with a woman in any in any capacity, I'd rather have a woman who is a leader because I'm going to need someone to be a role model to my daughter. I need a woman that's about being a mom. Mm-hmm. I man, I see grown ass women with kids with their ass cheeks out on the internet, and then they put like body positivity. Like, stop this dumb ass shit. Mm-hmm. This shit is dumb. But like I said, men share a bulk of the blame because men lust after women so bad that this is what they're doing. Yeah. And women find it's women think that it's acceptable because men ain't gonna call them out. Mm-hmm. Men gonna be like, "Damn, girl, you perfect." You ever I seen? I mean, a- just a lot of people, a lot of the guys we know following her. It'd be yeah. guys, it's guys in relationships and dang near married and stuff. It's inappropriate her. as a man if you if you got a girl that you married to be following a bunch of thoughts on the internet. Mm-hmm. That shit is inappropriate. Because what if she was following a bunch of dudes? What if she was following a page of BBC's Daily? <laughs> you know, your girl on there looking at a bunch of BBCs on the internet, <laughs> on fucking t- on on a uh, BBCs on, on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Instacox. <laughs> You'd be like, "Yo, what the fuck is my wife looking at?" Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, men men is are heavily inappropriate. This is not just me talking about women, but yeah. I think that uh, it also comes down to people not having enough respect for their relationships too. I'm not gonna be looking at that type of shit. Not married, dude. Mm-hmm. But the what, it's just full circle. I don't want to get too far off of this. I think with her, I think a lot of women are under attack, and they're under attack from attention. I think that. Women are fighting a battle against respect and attention, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of women are choosing attention. Mm-hmm. And if you if, if you don't believe me, if you don't believe me, go to your timeline and just click through it, and it's gonna be a girl standing sideways, twisting her booty towards the camera, taking a picture. Yeah, it's gonna be a bunch of pictures like that, a bunch of them. It's like a booty has become a college degree almost. Have you noticed that? Heck no! <laughs> what you mean? I, reali- I realize it, but no way does that equate to like. A it doesn't equate degree. to it, but if you got a big booty, you get nine hundred fifty thousand followers, which yeah. could turn into you getting a OnlyFans, which means you can make more money than a person <laughs> with a college degree <laughs> with no college debt. Hello, Keith. Hello. <laughs> you got doctor's debt though. The BBLs is expensive. Hey. They done bought that BBL over 10 times over. <laughs> that, BBL. that BBL done paid itself off. That's crazy. They got that, yeah, they got that ROI like a motherfucker. I wonder if Joe Biden will have like BBL forget like loan forgiveness. And Joe Biden got BBL forgiveness. <laughs> I, I thought I, what I'm gonna do is everybody out there that got a BBL during the <laughs> pandemic, we're gonna cut you some slack. We're gonna get you a perf- a doctor to get another checkup on it. Yeah. And it's gonna take, we're gonna get that debt out of there. Yeah, and then Joe Biden will just walk off the stage and like shake an imaginary hand, and then walk the fuck <laughs> off. And Kamala Kamala Harris hop in. This administration, we're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna attack the BBLs. <laughs> the previous administration, they didn't do anything about the BBLs. <laughs> Kamala Harris be like. The people, they tend to not understand that the BBLs in America are an issue, but we're going to do a BBL forgiveness programs so these young ladies can get better BBLs. Yo, Kamala, is she is fucking hilarious. Yo. Uh-uh, uh-uh, Aerie Spears. We're not going to body shame Aerie Spears. <laughs> oh man i think uh, uh joe rogan was doing an impression of of uh 
of, of of Kamala Harris, bro, I was fucking crying. Really? Oh, bro, he's like, he's like, they'll bring up an important issue and she'll almost filibuster it and go around the question. Yeah, and she'll be like. See, the fragments of time are basically a conjunction with how we move as a collaborative parallel with society. (laughs) And when we come together as a unit, men and women as a whole, we can see things wrong, right or indifferent. And as a country, we can change these things. And that's why I feel that student lunches should be free. You'd be like, what the fuck did like, you Kamala just say? Kamala Harris, I just asked what time it was. Yeah. That- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think p- politicians, they they have a masterful way of, of jumping around a question. Mm-hmm. But when you're when you have any form of, of intellect, like you can see straight through that shit. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, hey, nice try. You didn't answer the question, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Answer yeah. the question. Mm-hmm. You can't, bro. I bet you can't even ask Joe Biden a question, man. Oh, yeah. This guy, but I don't look. I don't care who you are, liberal, conservative. We all know that Joe Biden is fucking up. I will say that if Joe Biden gets, he says he's going to do this student loan. Yeah, he said that. If he gets that done, then he getting another term. Uh, uh, uh. I don't know if that's enough. No, it's too, it's too many college students that are living in that live. Because uh, as a president, you just got to do one big thing. Yeah. All George Bush did was send troops over there to the Middle East, and then he got reelected, right? Like, you just got to do one thing where people is like— But that okay. wasn't really a right thing to do. It was just a response. <clears throat> wars get—historically, wars, wars have— It's a wrong you, thing yeah. in retrospect. Yeah. And in real time, we like, oh, we got we to gotta go over there. Yeah. So, um, but you just got to do one, but, one thing. But we don't—we normally don't—we don't, we reelect a president during a war, though. Usually that war will spring a second term. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we don't normally be like, oh, we need to get a new president. We usually stick with the same leadership well, when there's some people, type of foreign conflicts. Most presidents do get reelected. Donald Trump is in a, you know, he's an anomaly. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. most politicians get reelected. Donald Trump is just, he, my thing is this. This is what I'll say. Not a fan of Donald Trump at all. However... They, I feel like the Democrats is gonna try to get him out of here, bro. That's the only way he is not going to get reelected is that the Democrats get him arrested. The only way for him not to win is mm-hmm. if they take this nigga to jail. If yeah. they cannot, if 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 Donald Trump is like, if he gets out of this shit and he's like, it's just a hoax, it's a liberal, it's a Democrat hoax. Mm-hmm. Democrats are trying to get me again. They keep trying and they keep trying to get me. They got me with the COVID. I beat COVID, and I'm gonna beat this next election. You're like, <laughs> oh my god! And then when I somebody just had lunch with Kanye West, very very talented. I have I had lunch with Kanye West, very talented black, <laughs> very, <laughs> very talented, very black. talented black, very fine black, <laughs> and 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 I'm I'm going to get reelected. <laughs> and when it comes down to <laughs> me getting it done, I'm gonna get it done because <laughs> this is for America. Yeah. Very fine country, very fine people. It's <laughs> fine on both sides. Yeah, mm-hmm. like God damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that he will be reelected if he don't go to jail. Yeah, yeah, that's the only way. Supposedly, Andrew Yang might run. Yeah, I don't think he got it. You don't think so? He don't got the juice. He just yeah, he got it. He, like, he got, got no good. Balls. He got good ideas, but he just don't got. He don't got that it factor. Yeah, man. He's just a role player. Yeah, kinda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gotta like be a little more aggressive, man. He he could be president though, but. He just seemed like he too young and cool, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but we do need younger leadership, man. Donald Trump and Biden, old as a motherfucker. Yeah. They too old. 
They yeah. both they both taking dumps in their pants, man. We need somebody else in there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I guarantee you, as much as a lot of conservatives don't like Barack Obama, I guarantee you, for any reason, let's just say, and it won't because you only get two terms as president. If they allowed Obama to get a third term, Obama will be president. Oh, for sure. He would easily win the presidency. And I'm sure, like, I'm sure there was some Republicans out there, like, man, I hate niggas, but that Obama, <laughs> he was all right. <laughs> I mean, he was all right. He was only fifty percent nigger, so it wasn't too bad. I didn't get the full nigger effect. <laughs> uh, oh man, it's like he was a cotton picker, but he was a good. He's a good president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Barack Barack knew how to talk to people. Yeah. I feel like he had a very eloquent way about him in which he could get a point across. Even when like if he had like conservatives like, You're trying to take our guns, man. You're trying to take our guns and you wanna you, all these shootings going on in Chicago in the south side of Chicago with these thugs and you wanna take our guns because of that? And then I remember uh, I, I was raised in Chicago. Uh <laughs> went to school with uh Lil Dirk's dad, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I went to school with Big Dirk. We'd, we'd slide on niggas <laughs> in our spare time. <laughs> I, I, went, I, 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 went, I went to school with Big Dirk. And uh, um, 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 we had a class in sixth period. And in that class, we learned gun safety. More Americans need gun safety. And I'm not uh, trying to take it. Hey, trust me when I tell you. I'm not trying to take your guns. <laughs> I, I, I'm working on an elaborate plan. To make it safer hmm. for all Americans, hmm. black, white, and in between. And, sir, if that answers your question, is there anything else? Yeah, I want to know what we're going to do about these blacks. All these blacks went around here. What are you going to do about that? Uh, well, well, uh, we're only 13% of the country. <laughs> so uh, uh, unless you're in Atlanta, um, <laughs> you really don't have to worry about blacks. <laughs> and um, for those of you that were, were, were wondering... Uh, Michelle does not have a BBL. God bless America. <laughs> Yo, Michelle, th- she got thicker, bro. <laughs> she got thicker. Bro. Hey, I don't want to. I don't want to look. I, I, oh, I may sound like a pervert for saying this, but they're both over the age of eighteen. His daughters, yeah, and one of them is stacked. Really? Jesus! Oh my God! It was recently they had a picture of her. And she's probably at least like twenty, like tw- by now, like twenty six or some shit like that. Oh dang! Yeah, she's up there. I don't know. If she's one of them. Twenty. I don't. Yeah, yeah, but one of them is. Oh jeez. Mm-hmm. She's super stacked. I was like, somebody was wasn't one of them dating like a rapper or something. I was like about that? to get past Secret Service, huh? I'm dead. <laughs> so what? Wasn't one of them dating like a rapper or something? I like that? don't know. <clears throat> I, I'll Google Obama daughters. Sasha Obama Malia. I wonder what is what life is like post okay. like president. Sasha is twenty one. She's young. Yeah, she's young. I don't know if that's the older one. No, the other one gotta be the older oh, one's older. older. Yeah. yeah. She's twenty four. Malia. Twenty four. She's yeah. twenty four. Dang, I'm thinking they old like a little bit older. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, crazy. They, was one young. of them, was, one of the, the Malaya, the older one, she be getting twisted. Be smoking weed. She be smoking blunts and everything. Yeah, I know you see my daughter. Uh, uh, she was smoking some Reggie. I, 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 I said dead. you got to get some real shit. Smoking on the Zaza. 
Smoking on Zaza. <laughs> Can you imagine? You can imagine uh, Barack Obama talking behind one of those like um, uh, pop smoke beats. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Well, who's the producer for pop smoke? You know what I'm talking about? Is that, I don't is, know. Is, is that considered drill music? <clears throat> yeah. It's like yeah, that baseline. Yeah, like yup. Barack on the beat. That uh, it's Sasha. Sasha's the one that's she's stacked. stacked. That's crazy. She like she eat no, she she look like she don't eat nothing but brisket sandwiches. <laughs> straight brisket. <laughs> Somebody's gonna call me a pervert, but she's a grown woman. I can say that. Yeah, man. That's what happens when you get grown. Yeah, you get grown. You get these comments. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yep, I was right. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Get it, she get it from her mama. They're, they're definitely both beautiful girls. Uh huh. But but yeah, I don't follow them on Instagram. But I'm sure there's probably they some got clothes. Instagrams. I don't know if they do. Oh, I feel bad for them in a way because they never got a chance to have real childhoods. That's why they you know kind of lashed out a little bit. Mm-hmm. They they got when they were in office, they got busted at a party drinking and like smoking weed. And then Fox News is like, the Obama daughters are doing, and they don't have any control in their household. So what are they going to do? Fox News, like, they have this toxic conservative, like, viewpoint on there. Yeah. And the funny thing about it, and CNN sucks balls, too, but with with Fox, uh, what's the, like, the Tucker Carlson's and all of the world, like, the the previous administration, the same thing happened with Bush, George Bush's daughters. Mm-hmm. They was getting lit. They was getting drunk. One of them had like a beer bong too. Mm-hmm. They was just trying to be kids. Yeah, you know how hard it is to be a kid when your dad is fucking Barack or George Bush or LeBron James. You You're know, tired of getting followed around. I feel so boy. horrible for Bronny James, man. <clears throat> you got grown adults like is Bronny dating someone right now? Like leave mm-hmm. him alone. Mm-hmm. He's a kid. I'm sure Bronny yeah. get hella pussy, though. I'm sure he does. Yeah. Bronny can't step out the house. Your dad's LeBron. Yeah. He probably, yeah. It, it's probably, it, it because of the culture, it's probably some grown woman in the neighborhood that's like, um, Bronny, if you need anything, just come over. It's yeah. not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> it happens, man. They probably done smacked a couple of 20, yeah. 21-year-old. There was actually, uh, there was a girl that was like on Instagram that was supposed to be dealing with. She was 20, and he was like 17. Yeah. And I'm just like, geez. Yeah. Damn. Nah, he got it. When he when he uh when he officially hit eighteen, he could he could do whatever he wants. It's gonna be all kind of wild stories. Mm-hmm. Like grown ass women. Remember mm-hmm. back in the day when Colin Kaepernick first came to the Niners, he was like twenty four, twenty three. Mm-hmm. And he had a like he was on a date with uh Sanaa Lathan. No, I don't remember that. Sanaa Lathan is old, bro. She fine as fuck, but yeah. she's old. She's like fifty one. Fifty two? Something That's like crazy. that. Yeah. She looked like she probably she looked like she could pass for thirties. Colin was a guy before he settled down. Like he had his, he had a run. Yeah, he had a run. He had mm-hmm. tr- like some track stars. The girl mm-hmm. was on a track team. Like yeah, yeah. Colin was Colin was snagging him and bagging him. Yeah, before he took that knee, he was you know what I'm saying. Yeah, before he, he took was that knee deep in a lot of these women. Yeah, before he took that knee, he was knee deep in some Hollywood stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he took that knee. He was like. I just want to make sure, like he has his voice is very like distinct. Yeah, he has a very distinct voice. It's like it's a mixture of nerdy, mm. like nerd plus helium. Yeah, it's nerd like, plus helium. You get a nerd and you put some helium yeah. in his voice. That's Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, 
just focusing on football right now. <laughs> I got love for my community, my supporters. Just ready to play ball, man. Just Conservatives, ball. burn him! Burn him! <laughs> Put him on a cross. It'd be crazy. It'd be some people. It's people that are conservative. There's people who are like conservative and toxic, like toxic conservative. Yeah. Like if somebody is racist <laughs> and conservative, they views be wild. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, you know, back in the day, he wouldn't be able to talk like he is right now. Yeah. We would have dealt with him. Yeah. And there'd be another conservative like, hey, what do you mean, man? Yeah. What are you talking about? Like it's 2022, man. Like, hey, that's not right, man. He's like, <laughs> I, I don't agree with Colin, but like you're, you're trying to put him on a cross and burn him, man. Fighting each other. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm conservative, but not that kind of conservative. Yeah, like, like for example, me and Keith, we probably lean a little more left, but we ain't that goddamn liberal. Yeah. Because these liberals be weirdos, bro. They be doing some weird stuff. They be like, it's completely okay if men want to get pegged. It's just peg sexual. <laughs> and I think that they should, like, step up for themselves. It's like. If a woman wants to shake her ass on social media in front of her son, it's perfectly okay. She's just exposing him to sex. Yeah, like, it's like. You mean incest, motherfucker? Yeah, get out of here. That was the type of kid. You know, kids don't have no filter. That kid will walk around like, Mom, you got a fat ass. No, you know, the kids would be at show and tell at school. Uh They'd be like, okay, uh, uh, Derek, what would you like to show and tell today? My mom got wet pussy. (laughs) (laughs) What the heck? Like, yo, who is this (laughs) fucking kid? (laughs) Got to do better, parents. Got to do better. (laughs) Hmm. All right, switching gears. Um, Vanessa Bryan awarded $16 million in trial over crash photos. Um, after Kobe and um, all of the attendants, all of the people attending that uh, flight had died, there were some photos that were shared amongst first responders. And the sick thing about it is you could imagine that they were probably decapitated or burnt and there was wreckage and things like that. And they have a um a drawing of Kobe's body is and, and all the injuries. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah, so it's it, pretty crazy. So it had to be super graphic. Mm, yeah, for sure. And you can imagine seeing <clears throat> Kobe in that way, um, whether something whether he was decapitated or little kids decapitated or burnt, and the plane was in horrible shape. You see the plane, how bad it looked. Just that—that that is just, I guess, an illustration of how bad the bodies probably looked. Mm-hmm. And these motherfuckers are taking unauthorized photos. Mm-hmm. That's not okay because mm-hmm. there there have always been crime scene photos. You have but, to but, take the pictures, but they have they're taking they're taken like by professional. specific professional. Mm-hmm. Like for example, whenever you see documentaries that, that 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 like I guess they chronicle a murder or something. And it'll be a picture of somebody and a bunch of blood smeared on the wall, but they'll have like the face blurred out. They got pictures of uh, what's the girl's name that OJ Simpson, Nicole Brown, mm-hmm. his wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got pictures of her and they got like blood on the wall, like uh, the night crawler that was terrorizing people in L.A. They got a bunch of pictures of the people he murdered, elderly people that were like laid on the bed and mm-hmm. stab wounds and gun and gunshots and all kinds of shit. But that's for authorized people. As a first responder, you're not supposed to go and take photos of anyone. Your your objective is to uh, secure the scene mm-hmm. and 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 you know cover up the bodies or whatever. These motherfuckers took it to the next level. Mm-hmm. All right, here it is. Um, 
A federal jury found Wednesday that Los Angeles County must pay Kobe Bryant's widow $16 million for emotional distress caused by deputies and firefighters sharing photos of the bodies of, MB- of the NBA star and his daughter taken at the site of the 2020 helicopter crash that killed him. The nine jurors who returned the... U- uh, who returned the unanimous verdict, agreed with Vanessa Bryant and her attorneys that the photos of the remains of Kobe Bryant and their 13-year-old daughter, Gianna, invaded her privacy and brought her emotional distress. The jury deliberated for four and a half hours before reaching the verdict. That's very fast. Um, Vanessa Bryant cried quietly as it was read. An attorney for the county declined comment on the verdict outside of the courtroom. The pictures were shared mostly between employees of the L.A. County Sheriff's and fire departments, including by some who were playing video games and attending an awards banquet. They were also seen by some of their spouses, and in one case, by a bartender at a bar where a deputy was drinking. Um, Vanessa Bryant tearfully testified during the 11-day trial uh, that, uh, that news of the photos compounded her still raw grief a month after losing her husband and daughter. And that she still has panic attacks at the thought that they might still be out there. I live in fear every day of being on social media and these popping up. She's test. She testified. I live in fear of my daughter's being on social media and these popping up. Her co-plaintiff, Chris Chester, whose wife and daughter were also among the nine people killed in the crash, was awarded $15 million. Okay. There were some comments on a Bakersfield news, news thread on facebook and some people are fucking idiots they don't even read the article somebody said wow she got 15 million as if she did like uh just the rich keep getting richer i'm mm. like you fucking idiot did you not read what she's going through mm-hmm. her first of all i had the privilege recently after my father passed i didn't have to watch him in his last breaths and see his expressions of his face as he passed on mm-hmm. i get to remember my father alive mm-hmm I have the privilege of that. Mm -hmm. And knowing that I have the privilege of that, I would never want to see my father lifeless. Mm -hmm. But to make, to compound it and make it worse for for Vanessa Bryant, she should never have to see her child decapitated, her husband decapitated, those innocent kids decapitated. Everybody that took a picture should be in jail. Mm -hmm. They should not be just, oh, we're going to find them 16 million. They should be in jail. That's not okay. You literally, you you invaded the privacy of my dead husband and and daughter and all these kids. And it's like, yo, you got a slap on the wrist. Yeah. If Vanessa come after them again, I don't blame her. If she come after them for some other new lawsuit, please do it. Make an example of these officers. You're supposed to protect and serve. You are a public servant. I pay your salary. Why are you taking pictures of my dead kid? Mm-hmm. And my dead husband. What the fuck? Is, and then you're sharing it. That's weird. Which shows you have a complete lack of empathy. My my husband and daughter and ki- and all these innocent kids' death is amusement for you. All it is is amusement and a story for you to tell. That's sick. There's a uh, the movie Nope by Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. There's a part in the movie where this uh, to set it up. There's um, this child actor who's grown up now and on the set of the show that he was acting in um, there was a like a monkey and the monkey basically went crazy and he uh, like killed a bunch of the, the people on the set 
Um, oh, fuck. And in the present time, like when he grows up and he's talking about the experience, he's excited. Like, oh, man, you should have seen it. Like, And he's, this is a fictitious, you know, scenario but he's like yeah on snl they did it perfectly he was like such and such was me this other character was playing uh the the mom on the show and this other character was playing the dad and he was like they did it to a t man it it was just it was like it was pure it was pure gold um and the idea behind you know the scene and uh you know a portion of one of the themes in the movie is this infatuation that we have with like tragedy and they ended up showing like in the movie, like when the monkey went crazy and he and he killed everybody. And um, when you see how graphic it was compared to how excited he was talking about it, right? You realize that that's the society we live in. Yeah, I'm sure there was Vanessa Bryant is like forever going to be in distress because of mm-hmm. that situation. But to somebody else, it was just entertainment. Like, oh snap! Like, look at Kobe Bryant and his daughter. This is crazy, dog. And then they're sharing it amongst L.A. Crazy. Those pictures are going to get out. Like it, and the thing about it is, is when you get pictures like that, those things can go on a dark web. Somebody can buy them and sell them anonymously, Mm -hmm. and then those pictures, and let's say in the next, uh, the next twenty five years, they'll pop up. It's probably going to be on TMZ. Well, I don't think TMZ wouldn't share that. They know better. They know that somebody's been sued. So even though TMZ is a shit bucket, Mm -hmm. they also have enough. But a lot of times, it's like secondhand. So. If it leaks somewhere, and then TMZ, they could just run it and say like, "Hey, Kobe Bryant's Kobe Bryant's pick." Not that they would; they probably seen it. Oh yeah, knowing them, they got connections. Yeah, but they probably won't post it because no. they don't want to be the first people to post it. Yeah, they got they got too many connections. Um, mm-hmm. and they were like one of they were like the first to report the shit. Yeah, that's sick. Before family members knew, before police officers, TMZ just wanted to be first. We talked about it when it happened. Like, yo, Mm -hmm. TMZ is just trash. Mm -hmm. Um, But they've become like a source of news. When you see TMZ now, you just see like a news source. But they uh, they were trashy pieces of shit. And Mm -hmm. that's the only way we viewed them for years until, you know, they started like putting out things Mm -hmm. and those things started to be real. Legit stuff. Like legit stuff that would come out first. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yo... Yeah. I remember I seen that uh, the dude with the dreads on there. I, f- I forget his name. The black dude, I know. Yeah, I seen him at a. Uh, <laughs> my boy Don was playing drums at this uh, at this bar, uh-huh. and he was in there. It was like in Huntington Beach or something like that. Oh, he wow. was in there having a couple beers. It's like super random. This yeah. was years ago, but yeah, it's. Uh, I'm pretty sure that dude Harvey has security. Probably so. He's I'm like, a lawyer. Yeah, he's uh, like the the amount of bad news he be breaking and how they be talking about certain celebrities yeah he probably needs some type and of protection i think he has a lawyer background so i think he knows uh all the nuances and the parameters in which he can take to break a story mm-hmm. so that's why i'm saying like it would have to probably be some type of situation if those pictures came out he couldn't be the first to report it so he probably mm-hmm. wouldn't even touch it mm-hmm. you know but here's the thing a lot of you guys may be too young to remember this, but it was a website back in the day called Rotten.com. And on Rotten.com, it was just gruesome photos of people's in death and shit. I don't know why it was so popular, but it was. And when I was like in a freshman's eighth grade, whatever, back, back then, this website, it would have like drug cartels beheading people and mm-hmm. people in Iraq beheading people and all kinds of wild shit. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, some pictures like this would probably like pop up on that page. Yeah, because it was all anonymous stuff. You you got to think though, like 
<laughs> and I was you were telling me about Kurt Cobain earlier, how that some of those pictures came out. Yeah. Um and I was thinking about how uh Pusha T used um Whitney Houston's picture of her house. Yeah. Yeah. After she had like, I guess she had a a, a, a really bad crack addiction. Mm-hmm. And when the police went in the house, the house just looked like terrible. Mm-hmm. And he posted that. He used it as his cover art. Yeah. That mm-hmm. shit was trash, bro. That's wild. Yeah. That's why I don't really fuck with Pusha T like that. I don't get what people see in him being so dope. Mm-hmm. Like He's not a bad artist from a, a rapper sense, but at the same time, it's like, bro, you are old well into your 40s man and you talking about the same shit you've it's been talking content. about you don't care yeah. For the content. yeah it's like and it's it's it's, it's like push mm-hmm. the crack makes it come and it goes it's like <laughs> shut the <laughs> fuck the up you're a 40 something year old man still talking about crack mm-hmm. like fucking stop bro you yeah. know what i hope i'm just being god honest truth i hope this platform gets big enough and that I, I can sleep on situations I really want to talk about and just start letting shit fly. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. And nobody else is going to say it. I'll say it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are too afraid to like um, hurt relationships with artists. Like the game is corny. Mm-hmm. He did a he did an interview recently with uh, Speedy. You know that dude Speedy? He did an interview with him and uh, he said, yeah, you know, me and Kanye, me and all men always been cool, even though, you know, on one of the records I had, I kind of like disrespected her, you know, because me and her, I was seeing her before he was seeing her, you know, so, you know, I brought that up. But and it's like he just keeps bringing this shit up. And then he said, like, uh, he's like, honestly, it's not a big deal. Like, Speedy, if I was messing with a girl and you mess with her, I would tell you first, like, yeah, she like it from the sides. You know what I'm saying? That's why. That's, That's what wild. he said. That's wild. And I was like, yo, this this guy is fucking corny. Is he a good artist? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The game is one of the best West Coast artists ever. Yeah. But he is the corniest motherfucker ever. God, <laughs> he's corny. Corny. That's wild to say. I would not have any reason to talk to that guy. Mm-hmm. I've seen his interviews. He just be straight up lying. I wonder what uh, Kanye West thinks about that. He said him and Kanye are real cool. Yeah, he was on his album, but I'm just kidding. Like Kanye, I don't think Kanye has ever talked about it. Kanye doesn't know what Kanye thinks. He'd be like, honestly, right now, I could feel like this, but tomorrow I could feel like that. <laughs> so, like, the genius, the genius inside of me, I don't know how I'm going to feel minute to minute. <laughs> You'd be like, Kanye, take your medication, motherfucker. <laughs> take your fucking medication. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, man. Um, thoughts and prayers go out to Vanessa Bryant. Um, mm-hmm. This shit was it was terrible. This uh, what she but went what through. people don't realize too is that the uh, the uh, the million dollars is not for her to just you know put in her bank account. No. The million dollars, the millions of dollars is uh, it's a penalty against the yeah. um, you know the sheriff's department mm-hmm. or whoever got sued. Um, cause that's the, at the end of the day, that's really the only way you can really hurt somebody. Yep. Cause money, money talks. So. Hit their pockets. And, yeah. they, and between them, they got to pay for it. Yeah. Between the fire department and sheriffs, they got to pay that money. Yeah. And they don't want to get rid of, you know, they don't want to get rid of that money. No, they don't. And the thing about it, like, why does she, people so dumb. Why does she need more money? Like you just honestly, can you just say you don't like her? Can you say you just don't like Kobe Bryant? Mm-hmm. Can you just, can you just say that instead of wasting people's time? Because she lost her daughter and her husband. Would you want somebody putting pictures of your fucking dead family out and about? That's weird. That is weird. That's weird. And some people are just so dumb and they look for anything to confirm their own bias. 
Like, she doesn't need that money, bro. She got a lot of money. Yeah. Kobe, did Kobe fucking got a deal. Was it, uh, was it like three hundred million or some shit like that? Or was it was off of uh, like a deal from I think it was Vitamin Water or something? Oh, the body armor. Body armor. I'm tripping. Yeah. Not Vitamin Water. I don't know the uh, the the. It was the a lot, but he has some ownership in the company. I think it was it was a hundred million. I think it was. Yeah, I don't is what know he got that. back. So he making money in his sleep. That's like my biggest goal, especially if I have a family. Is I want to be able to take care of my family when I'm gone. Yeah. I don't want if I, when I'm gone I don't want my wife to have to work man I, I don't I just want her to be great I want my kids to be great mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and ultimately leave them behind something so great that you know daddy taking care of them you mm-hmm. know what I mean that that's the uh, that's the goal I want yeah and I think with Kobe man his deal with Nike she got that that is inked up ready to go that's yeah, worth hundreds De- of millions I think DeMar DeRozan is going to be like the the leader of Really? Then, um, yeah, that's what I heard. Wow. Yeah, he's. I don't know what they would ca- call it. The I don't know what his title is, but he's going to be the guy that is kind of like in the commercials, I guess. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. I think they they had like a relationship. Mm-hmm. Tatum had a relationship with him too. Tatum too. Yeah, that's crazy. A lot of that. The Kawhi, Kyrie, obviously, a couple other people. Well, I mean, I'm talking like from from the Nike. Like I know Kyrie had a one with him for sure. Mm-hmm. Dad, Kyrie and Kobe had a shoe together. Yeah, then that's crazy, I, bro. I've only had one pair of Kobe's my whole life. I gotta, I gotta stock up. I actually like the shoes. I just never, it just never came to fruition. I think yeah. part of it is the coat, the shoe culture. Like yeah. you know, they they shoes be flying off the shelves. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I definitely want some Kobe's. This so I got some. Yeah. Dope Kobe has so many. He had them boots for a little bit. Them shits was dope. Boots. Yeah, the Kobe boots. I don't remember those. They're shoes, but they come all the way up. They high. Oh yeah, tops. yeah, the super high ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember those. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was hooping in those. Huh? <laughs> so he was hooping in those. Who? Oh, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a regular shoe. It's just super high. Top. Yeah, it was super high top. But Kobe was like create. That was the the dope thing about his shoes is, and maybe just the team in general, because I don't know right. how much influence he had on. Uh, the designs, but just you know, just thinking outside of the box, which is yeah, cool. so many. He had like a Bruce Lee version. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is so dope. Yeah. I know some guys that's real diehard Laker fans. Uh, shout, uh, dude, I used to work with named Cedric, and mm-hmm. then uh, Jose. Shout out to Jose Gomez. I don't know mm-hmm. if you hear this, but Jose, a couple other people, and they always had Kobe's, bro. They mm-hmm. was all like real big time Kobe fans. They really was Laker fans, like diehard. Mm-hmm. And I hit up Jose. And I think he wore like a 14 or 13 or mm-hmm. something like that. I was like, bro, all I'm going to tell you is, you, you know, that them 13, 14s, bro, they going for a lot right now. Mm-hmm. He's like, I ain't selling nothing. Yeah, man. He's like, I'm Sometimes, good. you know, things are worth more. More. My friend, he, uh, he has a vinyl collection. And um, he just posted, uh, like, he was just going through. He's like, yo, this thing is, you know, it's worth some money. And then the next, the next slide on the story was like, uh, fifteen hundred dollars. Like the the vinyl was valued at fifteen hundred dollars. Right. So it's like some people, some people don't even care about you know the money in terms of like the the value it sentimental sentimental value it has. It doesn't even equate. Yeah, that's true. Fifteen hundred would be nice though. What? I'm saying the price of that vinyl was fifteen hundred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some shit you just you know you don't want want to sell. But mm-hmm. yeah, there's that. Um, prayers go out to her and the fam Everybody mm-hmm. affected Switching gears Andrew Tate um, Recently Andrew Tate was taken off of And first of all I'll explain who Andrew Tate is 
Andrew Tate is the most searched man in America. Did you know that? Mm-mm. He is the most searched man on Google, Andrew Tate. That's crazy. If I put in Andrew Tate, matter of fact, I'll do it right now. I'm going to put in Andrew Tate, and it's going to pull up so much shit about Andrew Tate. Andrew, Andrew Tate. Um, how the King of Toxic Masculinity Corrupted a Generation. Damn, that is the least objective title. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Daily Mail wrote that. Shane Warren's son, Jackson Post of Andrew Tate. Toxic masculinity. Okay. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Uh, all right. Basically, Andrew Tate is a, uh, uh, I don't even want to call him an influencer. He's just a guy that has, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me click on one of these. Andrew Tate complains that traditional masculine values got him banned from internet platforms. And who, oh, Fox News interviewed him. Okay. They would. Famous misogynist Andrew Tate. Damn. Yeah, you're going crazy. <laughs> like, this is not objective. I know you don't like Andrew Tate. You don't have to like him, right? I think he's a complete fucking asshole at times, but he does make. Before I even say this, I'll say with Andrew Tate, I don't hate Andrew Tate. Mm-hmm. I don't. At times, I think he's a piece of shit for what he says about women. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I could find the good and bad in people, even Donald Trump or whoever mm-hmm. else. Even people I don't like necessarily. Famous misogynist Andrew Tate in the past week has been kicked off several major internet services, including Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Damn, he got kicked off YouTube too? Fuck. TikTok and Twitch for violating their policies. In an interview in Fox Nation, Tucker Carlson today released Thursday, Tate claimed the tech platforms barred him from flaunt from flaunting what he said were traditional masculine values. Uh, they banned me simply because I had large... Um, swaths of population agreeing to a, a very traditional masculine values. I live a very traditionally, traditionally masculine life, Tate told Carlson. I have fast cards and a big house and a lot of money and, and beautiful girlfriend. Um, and they thought this was very, very threatening. And for some reason, they decided that it's better to annihilate me from the Internet and replace me with somebody who's more aligned with whatever they're trying to propose. Last week, Meta said that it had permanently suspended Tate's account. Damn! Mm. Accounts from Facebook and Instagram violating companies' policies, dangerous organizations and individuals. Similarly, YouTube banned Tate's channels, including Tate's speech. Wow. Not hate hate speech. They said Tate's speech. Yeah. That's so wow. Citing multiple violations of the platform's community guidelines in terms of service, including uh, its hate speech policy. Um, I'll say this. Um, I think that he had very strong opinions and some of them were just him being a piece of shit and other ones were very, um, uh, very realistic if I'm being honest mm-hmm. and to take somebody off every platform cause you don't like what they say is crazy. And here's the thing. I, I want women to understand that whatever statement he made that was very misogynistic, I'm not agreeing with those statements. But here's what I'll tell you. I got to point out the women on this one. You got Tate off. Tate's off everything. But the same women that hate Andrew Tate will go to a Chris Brown concert and pay him $1,000 to take a picture. This is the same man who has abused multiple women. 
He literally abused Rihanna. If you look at those police reports, they're fucking wild. Mm-hmm. Also, another one was uh, Karuchi. Supposedly, I guess it was a story out that he had putting his hands on her, too. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> women will line up in the droves to go to a Chris Brown concert knowing that he hits women. And even go to the, the lengths of spending $1,000 just to be seen with the guy. I just think that, honestly, you could get Andrew Tate off of there, but you got to keep the same energy. You'd rather spend $1,000 with a woman beater than go to a WNBA game for like $75. The WNBA is struggling, but women don't even go to them games. They'd rather see a woman beater. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Can somebody, can somebody correct me on this? You'd rather go see a man, Chris Brown, who has put his hands on women multiple times, and even pay him $1,000, but Andrew Tate is the worst nigga? I don't support Andrew Tate. I'm not holding the flag for Andrew, but you got him off all the platforms. That's fine, but you still going to Chris Brown's concert after he can't keep his hands off women. Please explain that to me. Make it make sense. I think uh, I think it's a little bigger than how women feel about Andrew Tate, though. Like, for you to be kicked off of so like multiple social medias it's like it's the same thing with donald trump what donald trump was doing was like uh you know inciting like he was rallying up um a sector of people that was doing real harm to to people and you know he was you know um just promoting violence in, in, in some capacities so outside of how Democrats felt about Donald Trump, like mm-hmm. these social media platforms felt the necessity to, uh, to I guess, like mute his voice in a sense. And I think the same, the same thing with Andrew Tate. They just felt like he was, um, some of the things he was saying, and I don't know specifically the things that he was saying. but they, I do. I know. I've, seen, I've seen a lot of his content. They felt like the things that he was saying was, uh, was just, they didn't want to be a part of. That's it. They didn't want to the, keep giving it up, up, uh, giving him a platform to say the things he was saying. Yeah. Um, but let's be very clear. If we're going to be objective about it, um, when it comes to Andrew Tate and they got him off of there, that's fine. But nobody was canceling Wendy Williams. In fact, Wendy Williams has a primarily female audience, and she was giving out information on Method Man that she slept with Method Man right out of out of thin air. Just unsolicited. Just put out there that she used to sleep with Method Man, and Method Man is married. Not to mention, she broke a story on Method Man's wife and how she had cancer, and that family wanted to keep that private. But no one's canceling Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams has been on for a long time. Nobody canceled her for what the fuck she was doing. Yeah. Right? But I also, what I'll say is this. As a person who leans more liberal I, I I see the liberal bias on the internet. There is an extreme liberal bias on every platform. They will allow a liberal extreme to exist, but when the when the conservative extreme exists, they get it the fuck out of here. You know how many people, how many conservative like heads they remove from Twitter? Mm-hmm. A gang of them. Instagram, too. Got them off of there. Me, personally, I don't have a problem with people having a platform as long as they are just not blatantly being hateful. I think what's going on is when you're too big and you don't if, – if you're that big and your message is not that of, the, of a liberal narrative, they're going to get you the fuck out of there. That's what I've learned. Mm-hmm. 
um, with fucking because um, there's other there's other people with platforms that they allow that are very very liberal, but they be saying some wild shit. They just leave them on there. Mm-hmm. I forgot this dude's name. Uh, the eight was the H three podcast. I don't know. It's on YouTube. It's, it's basically called the H three podcast. It's a mm-hmm. dude and his wife, mm-hmm. and the dude basically said on YouTube, "Oh my God, they're over there doing that. We should just go over and bomb them." Like he basically was saying to bomb like some conservative convention or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Now look here, uh, the conservatives be wilding out, saying some crazy shit on the internet sometimes. Yeah, but that right there to basically you're inciting violence with that statement, and you have not had your platform taken. Mm-hmm. Andrew Tate has never made a statement like we should bomb those people, mm-hmm. and this motherfucker from the H three podcast did. So I can still see the biases that exist on the internet. But but that's just one statement though. No, I think multiple with, statements with the H three podcast. Oh, multiple statements. Multiple weird statements because mm-hmm. I've been looking through the internet and I looked at it today. He's made multiple statements that are not okay. Yeah, even one that was uh, 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 on the on the the how do you say it? Basically, he made a statement about men being dominators, which is what he correlated that to like uh, rape, right? And mm-hmm. he says so it would only make sense for you know for men to dominate women. You know what I mean? And he literally made that statement without, like, a frown on his face. He literally tried to make sense of rape. I'm not saying he was an apologist, Mm -hmm. but to make that statement and not give it more nuance, I'm like, yo, how does this nigga still have a platform? Yeah. That shit was weird, man. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like something that, you know, liberal people wouldn't like, so I don't don't understand. Like, I don't understand. I just know, I just think that the... I don't know the algorithms. The algorithms are like, and I don't even know if that's the algorithms at that point when they mm-hmm. removing accounts. Um, that's probably like people kind of like double checking to see, like, because even like guys like uh, Lil Boosie, like he's yeah, gotten his accounts um, taken down and, and stuff like that. Um, but out, outside of all that, like a, a, a lot of the stuff that at least that I've seen in terms of Andrew Tate and, and the things that he said. You know, just um, you know, and, and at points like justifying rape and stuff like that. That shit is wild. Like it's it's, I don't know. You if you own Twitter, if you own um, Facebook, if you own YouTube, um, I think you have you know the discretion to not allow some of the most outlandish things on the platform. Yeah, but who's um, creating the metric for what's outlandish? That's where the problem comes in. Yeah, you know, do, do but we, it's you own it though, like you create it as the as the owner of the the thing, and you, I don't know, maybe some stuff slips through the crack, but I don't think because some stuff slips through the crack that does that justify like keeping something that is disper dis whatever that word is disparaging disparaging the, on on your platform. Yeah, but they've had a conversation about this on Joe Rogan where there was. Uh, the Twitter, like the representatives that were there from Twitter, and there was a dude. I guess he was a right leaning guy. They were going back and forth about what's this, what's that, and I, I agree with some of the statements, like whatever. When Trump would say things that were blatantly wrong, and they were like, "Hey, this is not correct. We have to get this out of there," because mm-hmm. we realize the 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 amount of people that follow him on here. This is dangerous. Mm-hmm. I think that when you have a message. And you're like, you could be little Duvall and say something and eventually they may take it down. But when you're Andrew Tate, when you're Donald Trump and you say something like that, 
they got to get you the fuck out of here. Yeah. They got to get you the fuck out of here. The only thing that I don't like, and it's, it's kind of fucked up, is like we could post content all we want and do this and that, but we don't. We have to realize we own nothing on there. Mm-hmm. We own nothing. We I could wake up tomorrow, my Instagram is just gone. Mm-hmm. Every podcast we posted, everything gone. Yeah, they just delete both of us. We ain't got. Well, no- you own the master of it, right? What I do you think mean? that's the idea. You own the the content. Um, you don't own the platform. You don't own the the um, the. Uh, what do you call that? Like the the Google Drive or whatever. You don't you don't own the the memory that it takes up on Instagram, but mm-hmm. you you still own the picture. Like you're uploading the picture. Yeah, but I better have the original. I better have the original document or picture. Yeah, because when they delete the account, they own all of it. Yeah. So I think that that's the thing, man. And I think that the unfortunate thing about these platforms. Is whatever metric they determine to say this is bad, this is good. That's up to them. And unless you and unless you literally squeeze the terms and agreements and you read them over and over because they change, yeah. they, they update and change. When they tell you to accept it, no one reads the terms and agreements. They just accept it. Yeah, but the, but the, the people that are like the average citizen, the, that's not happening to these. The Andrew Tate, Donald Trump. Um, these guys, these are like extremists and they are, um, um they are, and, the, and they understand what they're doing. They, the reason they garnered a, a huge, the reason Andrew Tate garnered a huge audience is because of the, the type of the tone of, of mm-hmm. his content, the messages that he's, he's putting out there. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to get canceled because I'm not like, I don't be online having these crazy misogynistic views or. I don't incite riots or any of those things like that. That that's not happening to like the average person. No, I mean, look, his views are not way out of. I, I just think he got he got big. But you think about a guy like Kevin Samuels, who had a lot of the same messages a lot of times. And I felt like in some cases, uh, Kevin Samuels made great points. But other times he's very disrespectful to women. Mm-hmm. He never was kicked off of any platforms. I think that it's due to the size a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Kevin Samuels did not remotely have a platform as big as Andrew. Andrew is the most searched person on Google. And when you have that much influence as the most searched person on Google, they don't want you to have more influence than they have. And that's one of the problems. Is they're gonna they're gonna be if you're a guy that ha- if you're the most searched person, but you're I don't know, you feed the homeless. They're not doing shit with you. They're gonna leave you alone. Yeah, because you're not doing anything that's going to garner that's going to have any. um, How do you say it's going to have any influence? And if there is any influence, it's just going to be a positive influence. Mm -hmm. But if you're like, hey, I think women should be more feminine. I think women um, I think that uh, men should lose weight and get in shape. Like basically it's the things he's saying that would put him in the under the realm of fat phobic. Mm hmm. Because I've heard a lot of the things he said, and I agreed with those things. Mm-hmm. But you have to understand the time we live in. You can't say you need to lose weight and get in shape. That's considered fat phobic. Mm-hmm. You can't say um, you should be a better leader and depression doesn't exist. He said depression doesn't exist. And that in itself can get you kicked out because depression, they have medication for things like uh, uh, depression. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been clinically proven that depression's a thing. So that's being disproven by the platform, which says, hey, you're making false claims. You're saying depression isn't real. You're being fat phobic or whatever phobic. And we got to get you out of here. Mm-hmm. 
and he, and there's probably a guy that's doing the same exact thing as him, but his platform is seventy five percent smaller, and they allow him to exist because his his he's not actual, making enough noise. Thank you. He's yeah. not his reach isn't big enough to really make noise. But sometimes you do get those things though, like um, you get those. Uh, they'll take your content down based off of like that's what I'm saying. Andrew Tate is like I'm sure there's executives like we have to get this guy down but then yeah. also there are like you'll get a, a notification like oh you said um i don't know some discriminant you said you had hate speech in this post mm -hmm. and that's why that's why we took it down like sometimes instagram or youtube will send you send you uh one of those things now now when it comes to certain things he said i guess there's a video that's out supposedly of him like smacking a woman around i don't support that at all you put your hands on women, I've completely unsubscribed to anything you say. Not, you know, objectively speaking. Because, you know, um, at the same time, there's been some woman beaters that I've supported it, and I didn't even realize it. Yeah. You know, the James Browns of the world, James Browns are smacking women. <laughs> James Brown, fabulous. Uh, guys like that. Fabulous went and smacked this girl up. I think he busted her teeth out. Mm. Teeth got replaced. Mm -hmm. Got some Got some big old fake false teeth. Yeah. But he come out with a new album. They're like, yo, that new Fab go hard. It's like, y'all forgot how he put his woman down on the ground and beat her ass? Mm -hmm. Y'all forgot about that, huh? So, yeah, man. Um, I, I, I just will objectively say I don't agree with everything this man says. I don't disagree with him completely as a person. Because what I've learned is is people like that, people that I really don't fuck with, I still... I still feel like they make valid points at times. Mm -hmm. Candace Owens, don't like her, but she's made amazing points. I've just got to be real. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of times she's been irresponsible as a black woman with some of the shit she said, but mm -hmm. I feel like she's made some great fucking points at times. Mm -hmm. um, Donald Trump, completely irresponsible. Made some dumbass statements, but he's also made some very valid statements. When it comes to like, um, uh, uh, when it came to guns, where you he talked about like the despair, like the disparity between um, this gun and that gun and age and whatnot and why well, the person that uses this gun only has to be this age. Why are you not talking about this? And I remember I reposted that statement on Instagram and a bunch of liberal people was agreeing with it like, yo, this is probably the only thing he said that made sense. Mm -hmm. So I don't I, 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 I tend to not disagree with the whole person and I do that only because it keeps me it keeps me honest. Mm -hmm. You know, it's some people like I don't care what Donald Trump say. I ain't agreeing with nothing. Yeah. You're more of a problem with Donald Trump. Yeah. It's definitely there's a huge there's a huge um like uh bias in in terms of the the internet. Yes. And there is. I, but I also think that the the conservative side of things is just generally more hateful. Mm. Um that's yeah, it's just like you don't there's there's no I don't think there's a liberal liberal version of a Donald Trump out there. No. Um, somebody that's like inciting riots to beat up white people or something like that. It just it that's just not how not how the cookie crumbles. But um so there there is a bias in there, but then there's also like the reality of it. Like, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of these um you know, the the MAGA hat means there's a there's a huge symbolism to that. You know what I mm -hmm. mean? These people stormed the Capitol for a reason. It wasn't like they just uh got a you know they it, it came to them in a dream. They were like, "Oh my gosh, let's go storm the Capitol." You know, mm. these are these are things that have have played out through um, very concise language that is you know being being spewed on Twitter yeah. and you know and speeches and stuff. I think conservatives, in, in a way, especially 
um, Donald Trump incited that in a roundabout way. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, because you got to understand, even when you when you make statements to people, you could be galvanizing the wrong group of people. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I believe that there's conservatives and Trump supporters. I think mm-hmm. they're two different people. Mm-hmm. I know some people that was conservative; they wasn't rocking with the shit that Trump was saying. Mm-hmm. There's like this motherfucker is out of out of his mind. You look at Mike Pence. Mike Pence is like, "Fuck this, I'm out." Mm-hmm. I don't know if you caught that. Mm-hmm. Mike Pence is like, "No, I don't agree with this at all. I'm out of here." Mm-hmm. So that's where the breakdown of Trump supporters and conservatives came off. Mm-hmm. Um, Fox News, though, a lot of them be on some hateful shit, like. Yeah. Today, we're going to see the baby killers out protesting. It's like, yeah, y'all doing too much. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, every woman that's out wild. there um, that, that that wants to fight for her birth rights or whatever is not always a baby killer. Now, some of them motherfuckers is killing babies. They're going to keep it a buck. Some of y'all some baby killers. Okay? <laughs> some of y'all should make a, a rap album with the parental, the parental uh, advisory on the front and just call it Baby Killers. With Featuring a the baby. Featuring the baby. <laughs> I get it. I got him. I killed the baby. Got <laughs> Featuring little baby. <laughs> you know what I gave him? Killing the babies. And killing the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Um, th- what I've noticed, though, the unfortunate thing about it is that there are certain statements, certain views that are more right-leaning. And then a bunch of right-wing outlets will swoop in on that person and be like, he's with us. Yeah. See, that's what Andrew Schultz talked about. Like, it was a bunch of right-wing groups that was trying to get him to do interviews. He was like, uh-uh, uh-uh, I'm not doing that. He's yeah. Like, I- I'm not, people, you're not. A lot of people viewed him like that. Yeah, but mm-hmm. that's dumb. Mm-hmm. I, he, I, Andrew is like us. He's objective. So mm-hmm. what happens is that he has very liberal views and he has some views that lean right. Like mm-hmm. with me, I, I'm liberal in a lot of ways. And in some ways, I lean right. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to guns, I'm leaning more and more right. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if somebody breaking your house, they need to be punished. Mm-hmm. It's been a couple people. Was, I think it was one recently, a home invasion attempt. I think it was in Bakersfield. Somebody attempted to go into a home and got blasted. Good for them. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you can't be coming in my house. I'm, I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, uh, what are you doing here? No, mm-hmm. I'm blasting you. Mm-hmm. And I like I said before on here, it, people that people getting a little too comfortable going in churches, they get a little too comfortable going in all these places and shooting people up. We got to start punishing these people. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a right leaning stance. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that like me making that statement that that falls into more of a right leaning stance. Mm-hmm. But a person that's liberal is like, wait a minute, there are other ways. There are other ways that we can stop a mass shooter. No, it's not. We got to blast these motherfuckers. Yeah. And I can say that because I'm on a podcast. Okay. Yeah. SoundCloud is not modern to this enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> they, don't, they don't hear it. <laughs> yeah. This podcast so, so I could get my shit off on here. Yeah, exactly. I can't get it off nowhere else. Yeah. If, if I, bro, if you say certain words, did you know that they will mute your posts? Yeah, certain certain hate speech. It was something that I no, nah, not I, even if it, it if it's anything. If you even say the word gun, I remember one time I said, "Yo, I'm not like I'm not I'm not like this super pro gun person. I'm definitely not anti gun, but I really believe that we all deserve the right, whether it's liberal or conservative, to protect our families. And I don't care if whatever whatever party you that you claim, if somebody come in your house." And you got a gun there, you're going to use it to protect your family. Mm-hmm. And then I went to that post nine hours later, zero views. Yeah. 
zero views nobody had seen it yeah it's just the the the, uh the algorithms that you know gun even like some sexual terms they um even even on tiktok there's like some uh some porn stars that are on there and they have to um i forget the word that they use instead of porn I don't think it's corn. Yeah, they do. They say corn, and they put a corn on the cob there. I've been seeing them do it. I haven't seen. That's not what I seen. Uh-huh. Whatever the term that they were using, it wasn't corn. It was just something else. But uh-huh. um, they were using a term instead of like porn and sex, and it was like just very particular because they know that you know TikTok and all these. Oh, TikTok. Are. Yeah, TikTok says corn and sex. S e g g s. Yeah, seg. Yeah. Yeah. They put like I'm a I'm a corn star, mm-hmm. and it'll say it'll be like literally a corn emoji because mm-hmm. they don't say porn. But yeah, man. Um, I guess what's going on? We've we've gotten so progressive as a co- as a country that that people is a couple of things are true. People are too sensitive, and it's also true that people go out of their ways to offend people. Mm-hmm. Two things are very true. People will go out of their ways to say something homophobic, racist, sexist, whatever. Yeah. And it's also true that some motherfuckers too goddamn sensitive, mm-hmm. and you can't say shit. Cause mm-hmm. you could be in, you could say it in good faith, and motherfuckers will still be like misogynist. You're, you're misogynist. Like, did you just learn that word? Yeah, they'd be calling you out, and you could be asking a question. That's yeah. a misogynist question. Like, what? Oh, you got the Andrew Tate up. Yeah, I was trying to. See, I was. He was talking about the um, where he was allegedly like beating the woman or whatever. Oh, he's talking about that. Yeah. Oh wow. But um. Yeah, man. Yeah. I guess it, recently, I guess he's still getting his shit off somehow. Somebody else is recording it or something. So he has, uh, he doesn't have any socials. Like, what is? Nah. How is? How are people finding him? I don't. I mean, he's the. the, the he probably could do in person stuff. He yeah, toured. he did. A, he did an interview with Fox. No, I'm saying like in person stuff, like, um, like going tour or something like that. Oh yeah, get in front of a live audience. Yeah, I'm sure wanted, people people want to still hear what he has to say, whether you hate mm-hmm. him or you love him. I'm sure people will still show up. Yeah. I think that multiple things are true about the idea of masculinity. I think that there are, there's a certain form of masculinity that's antiquated, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think there's another form of masculinity that's definitely necessary when it comes to, you know, um, just just men being productive out in the world. You know, and I think that we're also at the same time, we're unlearning and learning healthy, healthy uh, uh, forms of masculinity, mm-hmm. where it's like, at the same time, I'm lifting weights, and providing for my family and being a leader and I still go to boxing or Brazilian jiu-jitsu mm-hmm. but I also cry when I need to. Yeah. I also go to therapy. That's mm-hmm. like the updated form of masculinity. Mm-hmm. Some of the some of the nicest like respectful softest dudes that I know are some of the most masculine cuz they will fuck you up. Black belts in jiu-jitsu, mm-hmm. motherfucking boxers, weightlifters, Kind guys, mm-hmm. that is the new updated like form of masculinity mm-hmm. where I could wreck you if I wanted to, but I use my words, I go to therapy, I'm a father, I'm a leader. That is that. Mm-hmm. Like that's I think that that's dope that we've we've kind of upgrade updated that. But the old form of masculinity was like you shut your mouth when I'm when I'm speaking. You never cut off a man when he's talking. <laughs> okay, you yeah. stay in that kitchen and you make me sandwiches until I tell you you can come out. Mm-hmm. That is antiquated. Like that mm-hmm. is a 
that is a I feel like that is a toxic form of masculinity. Yeah. Like keep her in her place masculinity. Yeah. That is outdated. And I feel like sometimes Andrew will make these statements. Like he's like, when I tell her, I tell her to make me two cups of coffee. I don't need two cups of coffee, but I have her make it. Because truth be told, if an invader comes in the house. Yeah, I, that's a I, wild yeah. comparison. You want her to make you two cups of coffee because you have to, if somebody like slaps her on her ass or if somebody comes in the house or whatever, you got to defend them. It's just like, what? Yeah. Th- yeah. There's no real correlation there. Mm-hmm. I-, I think that what it is is like when I ask you for two cups of coffee, you just give me my two fucking cups of coffee. I never drink the second cup, but I want my two cups. And it's like, that is ego. That's some weird. To me, I'm I'm a person like, even as a child, when your parents tried to make you do things and it just didn't make sense to me. Like, why do I have to come in the room and get the remote for you when it's right there? Oh man, like that's the stuff. Like, you know, when it when it comes to like taking care of your partner, like that's just part of the part of the relationship, part of the dynamic. But when it's just like, do this for me just because I said so, it's just like, no, like it's stupid. I don't that doesn't that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I gotta call this out. Like that ain't cool. Yeah. I remember one time I got so fucking mad at my dad. I was a junior in high school. And um I was asleep. I was I was knocked out. It was probably twelve, some almost one. I'm asleep in the back. Wait, one AM? Yeah. God dang. Yeah, it was late. It was a school night. So it was mm-hmm. like twelve, right around there. Mm-hmm. And I was asleep. And my dad was like, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. And then I went in the living room. I was like, what? He's like, You give me a cup of water? And I fucking lost it. I fucking ha. lost it. I was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> And then there's like the look on his face, like he knew he fucked up. <laughs> what I wonder what crossed his mind. He probably was bored. He just wanted to talk some somebody. Yeah, he wanted to like 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 it was some joke or some some shit that parents do. Mm-hmm. Like parents feel like they got the right to just always fuck with you, but they mm-hmm. they got to realize that you're like a young adult now, and they yeah. they need to cut that shit out. Yeah. Rest in peace, Dad. I love you. But uh, yeah, he pissed me the fuck off that day. So I just went in there and got him a cup of water and put it on the table. And water was like shaking out of it. And he was like, Eddie, wait a minute. I just went in there and went to sleep. That's crazy. Oh, I was so fucking mad. And then when I was a kid, I was the remote. I don't think oh, you, you had to get up and I don't think you understand what I mean when I say that. <laughs> if you grew up in the 80s, in, in the mid 80s, early 90s, and you had those big tube TVs that were on the ground. They had a they had a knob uh, like a um, they had a knob mm-hmm. and the knob would turn you turn the channel with yeah right and when that plastic knob broke you got like some pliers my on. dad would put some pliers on it and be like hey Eddie change the channel yeah and then I would be changing it and he'd be like wait wait go, wait, go back to the because we, we didn't have no fucking cable yeah. so we only got so many channels like wait go back to forty five I'm like man like yeah. we only got like nine channels man just pick a channel fuck. Even even when um, not that era, but a little bit after that, when you just uh, before Universal Remotes came out mm-hmm. and you lost the remote, it'd be good riddance. You just gotta get up every time and change it. Yeah, Universal Remotes been around for a minute though. Mm-hmm. I remember back in the day we had a big ass remote. That motherfucker was like that fat, mm-hmm. and we changing the channel and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was back in the nineties. We had one. My dad had a remote that had duct tape on that motherfucker. God dang! I was like, damn, daddy, you need to get a new fucking remote. <laughs> You'd yeah. have to program the universal remotes. Yeah, yeah, the program. That was a trip. Mm-hmm. Those big two TVs are so fucking heavy. Yeah. Like the like, like glass in there. Oh my God. Like it's it's crazy. It's crazy to me how much, you know, how much we have advanced as like a society. Yeah. Like I grew up with those big giant tube TVs. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, they was they was heavy as fuck in the front, mm-hmm. and in the, they they were like lopsided. Mm-hmm. Um, you remember those swivel TVs? A swivel TV. It, they would be on the ground, but it was in a big like it was surrounded by wood. It was a wood encased TV. Mm-hmm. It basically, and underneath it, it had a swivel where you could turn it left or right. Mm-mm. Oh, man. I'm surprised you don't remember it. Fuck. Mm-mm. Yeah. But yeah, we had one. And when the TV blew out, we just put another TV on top of I'm it. T- <laughs> yeah. VCRs yeah. and stuff, too. Yeah, and all kind of shit. VCRs, mm-hmm. DVD players went out. All we, we had back then, we had a VHS. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know it was before VHS, don't you? Mm-mm. Betamax. I don't know what that is. Betamax. Motherfuckers old enough, they remember it. I was I was like, I came in 85, so Betamax was on its way out, and VHS was coming in. Mm-hmm. So back in the day, we would go to, like, Blockbuster and shit. we get a bunch of, like, VHS tapes, like The Lion King and all of that mm-hmm. shit. And then at the end of the movie, we always have to rewind it. Yeah, you got to rewind it. It tells you on there, too. What? <laughs> okay, what did it say in specific? I don't remember. Come on, Keith, man. Yeah, I remember. I know you're a sucker for nostalgia. You remember what it said on the package? Mm-mm. Please be kind. Rewind. Oh, yeah. That's what it said on all the little packages. Please mm-hmm. be kind. Rewind. And I never did. <laughs> Y'all niggas about to watch the ending of this motherfucker first. Yeah, that's trash. Take all that time to rewind. That's crazy. Yeah, and it'd be literally going going backwards. Motherfuckers mm-hmm. going backwards. But you could, And you, then you, you kind of see the movie. Well, you could do it in a way where it would uh, it would rewind fast and you wouldn't see nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Remember those double VCRs? With the the double VCR? Yeah, it'd be a VCR with two VHS slots. Mm, I think vaguely, because that's how I remember. That's how niggas used to bootleg. Like, boot, could you bootleg movies like? that? I think you could back like, in the re- day. Hit the record on one side and just be yeah. Cause they had blank discs back then. Mm-hmm. You put them in, and I look at those blank discs, man, and it was just like this big old encasement, this big old cassette. Mm-hmm. All the movie was is basically a cassette. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up listening to cassettes. It's a trip mm-hmm. when we transitioned from cassette tapes to fucking uh, CDs. CDs, and now it's just streaming. Do you know how expensive CD players was in the eighties, early nineties? Bro, that shit was fuck. That shit was like. More expensive than today, pound for pound. They was like over $300 in the 80s. And the other day I was talking about how you used to have a CD player connected to the aux cord in your uh, in your car. Oh, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Your mom just texted me. She said, uh, tell Rolly to text Chugga because uh, she's stressing over a school paper. Oh, she texted me already. Yeah, it says it's due. I think she still has to do something, please. Thank you. I said, yeah, no problem. I'm sitting right next to him. Oh, she texting me. Well, I didn't even know she was still in school. Yeah, she is. Oh, snap. What's her major? She's in a nursing program. She's still in the nursing program? I thought she she was leaving and going back. Mm Mm-mm. Yeah, she's still in it. Damn. That's that's a lot of work, man. Yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, I don't know exactly all the details, but dang. Well, um, I think we're coming to the end of this one because uh, you know, all of a sudden you got some family business we got to take care <laughs> of. Now. But hey, man, um, we genuinely appreciate you guys. We're not gonna hold you any longer. Okay, I want you to have a happy Monday. Um, it's getting hot in here too. Yes, yes, yeah, it's a little warm in here. We don't have the, 
you know the studio has its limitations we don't have uh, the the you know the, the whole cooling system yet yeah so you know I, i'm getting hot because keith his hair the heat is radiating off of, <laughs> off of keith's hair <laughs> you know all that pomade in his hair is really <laughs> but yeah if you made it to the end of this episode, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, Kate Fings. We are out of here. Peace.